Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome to the bonus round. This is a chance for us to bring you some additional Vegas content, not a part of the usual show. 360 Vegas Reviews is our opportunity to look a little more in depth at all things Vegas and share the experience with you. Today, we are discussing OPM. Leading us in our show review today is our dear friend Josh, aka Vegas J Dubs on Twitter. Hi, Josh. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had the notes to... written and then it, it didn't quite go together. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, stop giving me shit when it happens. Well, it's hard to keep all this stuff. Yes, but you didn't even put it in the in the script. Well, yeah, I, I, I dropped the ball on many fronts today. <laughs> you were, you so were t- that's a perfect segue, actually, because in his defense, this was this was kind of rushed because oh. we just got news this week that. Um, that OPM is going to be closing at yes. the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So um, so we're kind of rushing this out because we want it to be at least somewhat relevant right. when the listeners hear it. Um, if anybody's so, coming so, in before yeah, the end right. of the year. We'll, we'll give them three weeks to, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to yeah. take advantage of whatever they learn. But I'll, I'll also say that Spiegel World, the, the, the organization, the company that produces OPM, has kind of a formula. And mm-hmm. so I think listeners can kind of treat this as a review of the Spiegel World formula as well as a review of, of OPM itself. Oh, okay. So, That's right, because so you've I've, seen Absent. Yeah. I've seen Absent and I've have. seen Atomic Saloon. Okay, so, okay. And I know Karen's seen Absent, and she could probably speak a little bit to right. kind of some of the overlap, at least in terms of the structure. Well, so. so it's funny. Um, we mentioned earlier, we saw this back in July. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to need yeah. a refresher on what, what some of this was. Like, I remember the basics and the outline of the show. I remember I had a good time. But there's other parts I'm like, huh, what happened? So I'm hoping you took really good notes and have a really good write-up because then it'll go, oh, right, I remember. So now you know so what it's I, like for me at a Vegas vacation. <laughs> oh, I know what it's like. It's like that for all three of us. I, I did um, have to prompt my own memory a little bit. Like, in writing everything up, I was looking through YouTube videos that other people had taken <laughs> of OPM and I was like oh I didn't see that oh but I saw that one that's right so I'd, I'd write some stuff down so I needed a little bit of a memory jog myself so don't feel bad um, alright let's talk a little bit about OPM how it kind of came to be uh, like I said it was created by Spiegel World um, after their first hit Absinthe and Absinthe had kind of been around a while yeah. before they added in um, OPM um, it opened in March 2018 at the Cosmopolitan. Wow. It's kind of it's a it's a space themed variety show. Okay. And yeah. then it was rebranded to OPM. You still pronounce it the same way. Um, and that's presumably to kind of avoid yes. advertising restrictions. Because <laughs> <laughs> advertising for the drug OPM probably there were some you know probably restrictions not, yeah. on that uncertain. Yeah. Like maybe some kept keywords getting blocked, that were blocked by yeah. parental <laughs> controls and stuff. 
Um, so Speaker World, they've got this format. And what they do is they, they really carefully curate and create these variety shows. Mm-hmm. And so what you're going to see is you're going to see weird shit. You're going to see sexy <laughs> stuff. You're going to see amazing things. You're going to see hilarious things. And a little bit of everything sprinkled in throughout the show. Okay. And what that also means is you, you're probably, even if you see the same show twice, you're probably not going to see the same show twice. Like I've seen Opium twice now. Seen all Speaker World shows twice now. Seen Absinthe twice, Opium twice, mm, and wow. Atomic Saloon twice. They've all been a little bit different. Atomic Saloon a little bit less so, and we'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, that's pretty, pretty much just this variety show. And the cool thing about that is, for them, performers can be swapped out. You know, someone could take a night off or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, fill in at another Speaker World show. And it's not like having that performer do that particular thing has to be a part of the lineup of the right yeah there's no narrative that that it's serving right right and they do that with absinthe too they they switch out performers absolutely all the time yeah so yeah which makes sense because don't they do like two shows a night yes so i think every night wow yeah that's a lot for some of these performers when you look at what they're doing um Mm. it, it that would be a lot yeah so we uh my wife and i first saw opium Back in January of 2019. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it was kind of like so on our on our very first trip, we saw absinthe. Like I swung for the fences on that trip, <laughs> and we saw like all kinds of. I mean, we saw Cirque Love, we saw all kinds of stuff, um, and so it was kind of like okay. So what do we <laughs> what do we do now? And so I said, hey, you know, there's a new show at at Cosmo, and it's by the same people that did absinthe. Let's check it out. Um, after seeing it, and then I saw Atomic Saloon later that same year, I always kind of considered Opium kind of a distant third. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, Absinthe to me was number one. Atomic Saloon was a close second, and Absinthe, or Opium was, was a distant third. That's kind of wow. how Interesting. I regarded them. So I would have, uh, I mean, obviously Absinthe is by far the gold standard, right? Yes. I haven't seen Atomic Saloon. I didn't think Opium was a distant third. I thought what they were doing in a much smaller space mm-hmm. was pretty incredible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the, the size and scale of it compared to Absinthe, absolutely, it's smaller. But I still thought the show was fun. So, so I, I did, too. Um, okay. And this was kind of how I had regarded it, you know, since we saw it, gosh, almost um, five years ago, the mm-hmm. first time. Um, and so when we went with you guys, I wanted to, first of all, sh- you know, show you this so we could see a show together and right. review it together. But second, just see what had changed. Because obviously when I saw it, you know, four and a half years ago, I wasn't thinking about reviewing it at the time. Right. <laughs> so so um, I agree with you. You know, I think the quality has um, has definitely improved. Okay. Let, let's talk a little bit first about that, that theater, because um, that was kind of a unique thing. Um, it's adjacent to and kind of shares some space with Super Frico. Um, oh, some right. listeners might remember we talked about eating at the restaurant way back in an episode. I think it was like the first episode in August or something. I don't know. We, we, we talked about eating there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on where you eat in Super Frico, you might see glimpses into the theater or see performers right. coming and going because the backstage area for the theater, <laughs> for the show, is in Super is one of the, yeah. Is, yeah, it's the dining room. <laughs> well, it's weird because, again, the theater, so the center stage that backs up really just to a curtain that separates yeah. the theater from Super Frico has this little revolving stage on it. 
And yes. so the yeah, performers yeah. will jump on the stage on the Super Frico side and then revolve in and do their show on the theater side. And likewise, when they exit, they'll exit out that way. So, I mean, some of them will run, I think, from the aisles, but for the most part, that's where they come from, which is a little weird, a little bizarre, but mm-hmm. it, it makes dining at Super Frico a little more interesting, too, because you're like, what the hell is going on over there? Except when they bother you. <laughs> they don't always bother you. <laughs> well, they always bother me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sure it helps kind of drive ticket sales. Like if you were eating at Super Frico and you saw this weirdness, it'd be like, okay, now I have to know. I have to know more about what's going on on the other side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Clearly, it's it's also a proven formula, as we talked about earlier. I I think that in the theater also, all the seats seemed like they were good, at least in terms of, you know, your ability to see everything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you, you pointed out, Karen, it's not really a huge room. I think there's about a 200 person capacity roughly in there. Right. Uh, I always comment on, on the comfort. I don't think the seats were that comfortable, but they were fine. Yeah, uh, I think I think absence <laughs> kind of has a record for like the most uncomfortable seats that people are willing to endure because they're kind of just <laughs> folding chairs. Like they, they, they're striving for cheap, right? Because it's part of the part of the thing at Absinthe. Uh-huh. Um, and, and they had a bar. I remember they had a bar at in the Opium Theater, mm-hmm. and no huge lines. I think drink prices were were reasonable. Did you guys get anything at the bar? Um, yeah, I know I bought a round of drinks at one point. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Okay. I, I we didn't. I didn't get a specialty cocktail or anything. And I think Mark just had a beer, so you know it wasn't super fancy. But I don't think we we didn't get anything in the middle of the show. We got them beforehand and no. just yeah, kind of right. hung out. Yeah. And then I will say, since we're talking about like the this the theater itself, um, I would say if you are cur- if you are worried concerned about you know audience fuckery mm-hmm. um stay more than five rows back it was funny <laughs> yes <laughs> mark is sitting right next to me and somebody right near the beginning of the show one of the hosts came up and yeah. messed with someone a row in front of us oh and yeah. mark crossed his arms and did not uncross them the entire show like it was like i felt like it was star trek like he was like shields up like well, he and, said. and if you remember one of the hosts came up to us and they had a table down front and she was like oh there's oh, four right. of you yeah would you like to move down we're like, no. and we kind of looked at her we're like no we're at, and this was after we yes. saw the person getting messed with ahead of us so we're like yes that's right no no no. We're, we'll stay here we're good wasn't there a giant yeah. peacock or something that fucked with me while we were eating I While we were her, eating, yes, yeah. there was a peacock. There, oh, with the dirtiest, nastiest um, costume ever. It was it was horrifying. Oh, that well, there was the good. peacock, then there was the person in the pink fluffy costume. These were both at Super Frico. Maybe right. I'm thinking the, the, pink the pink fluffy pink, costume. The, was the pink fluffy one. costume was was nasty. Like that that needed to go to the dry cleaner months ago. Right. Um, but yeah, I forgot they they had offered to upgrade our seats at no charge, which is normally something I jump on, but I. I knew who I was with. Yes. And and yeah, we were like, no, we're good. And I, I think that that safety area is about five rows back. Mm-hmm. You're six rows back and on, you're, you're going to be fine. Well, and, and towards the inside, because I do think there was somebody, because there's aisles. Um, so, okay, if you're, you have the center stage with a curtain wall behind it, and I think there's just two aisles that go off from there to the left and the right, right? They go to one bar and the other bar. Yeah, there's also a, a center aisle. There is a center aisle. Okay. Like kind of, yeah. So the closer yeah, we were right off of that center aisle. But there was a like there was like a barricade on that center aisle on our side. I think either that or there was somebody else sitting close to it. Might be what I'm thinking. But but sort of sit in the middle of the row because if you're sitting the, on the aisle, 
you still have a chance for that <laughs> easy to be messed with. audience <laughs> fuckery good. factor yes. to, to come yeah. into play. So well, it doesn't help with Super yeah. Freako because every chair is an end I know, but it's not the same as being... Okay, what they were doing at Super Freako was nothing like what they did to the audience at OP. Excuse me, OPM. It, it was much more intense. Like the, right. the one that the... I'm assuming, I think it was a female performer did like a a chair headstand with her legs spread open and a V right underneath the guy's chin. Like, <laughs> that was a bit much. Yes. <laughs> Josh is like, I don't remember that, but now I'm interested. I, I think I saw something when I, again, when I was kind of looking back at trying to jog my memory, I think I saw something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about <laughs> what you'll actually see in the show. <laughs> um, so it kind of starts out and there's this weird girl and she's kind of pretending to be like an android. And and she's the hostess. Oh, that's right. We're all supposedly on the starship OPM seven three. I don't know what the seventy three is for. Yeah. And we're on a journey in typical Vegas fashion. We're on a journey to Uranus. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, the premise is probably the weakest out of all the okay. Spiegel World shows. All right, I get but it. I don't, you know, I don't feel like the premise um, continued through all the acts. I think no. that when whenever this android hostess was around, yes, it was there. But yeah. the acts were seemed very independent to me, except for the one woman. Venus is the one who was who was in like a silver th- yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. They, they don't they don't so I will say when the, the when we saw it previously there was more of a thread running kind of through everything okay. and, mm-hmm. and kind of a, kind of an overarching story, if you want to call it that, but it was so weird that it just, we didn't really care. But in absence, you know, you're like, you are in like a traveling circus tent or, or vaudeville okay. tent right. or something like that okay. in, in, and, and there's that thread through the whole thing where the gazillionaire is, you know, the guy who owns Ugh. this traveling production and, Gross. and, he kind of ties it all together. Okay. And at, at Atomic Saloon, you're in this Old West saloon slash brothel, and, and you're watching entertainment happen in this saloon slash brothel. So I love that idea, that in-the-round idea, but I, I just feel like it opened you up to be messed with. <laughs> yes, it, it so, absolutely does. So let me ask you this. Since you saw the original version of OPM and then you saw OPM, mm-hmm. uh, I was I was talking with another friend of ours who saw the original OPM and she hated it. And she said that the reason she hated it was it was very misogynistic. Like the whole huh. show was women were dumb, just very insulting to women in general. And what I told her is I don't remember that from the show that we saw. So I, I don't know if you can think back and remember back to nineteen or t- 2019 when you saw it. <laughs> do, do, do you remember that? I didn't in the pick up version? on that, but there was sort of a vibe of like campy old science fiction. And and mm. I will say that that attitude okay. is pervasive in campy old science fiction. It is like, like women there was are like the damsel the, in distress. And, right. <gasps> yeah. And there was and like the hero captain and, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, you know, kind of like Futurama, the, the, the one captain who's always you know who's so full of himself that he keeps saying there was never seen that guy okay (laughs) um but there was also like a male sex bot in the original one too and he was dumb and he was like his job was just to be a sex bot so (laughs) 
I don't know. It was like I said, it was a weird show originally. They, a lot of that is taken out um, and and dialed back, and it's more of just kind of kind of a variety show with a little bit of a space thing. Yes, yeah. I, um, I I I, re- I recall this now. <laughs> do you recall? So do you recall the girl who blew up the giant? latex balloon and then yes. Kind of yes. climbed inside yeah, I of it. Once I that? saw the okay. note here, yes, I remembered that. You're like, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there were a couple of guys who were had um I, I have them down here as ring toss guys, but they had, you know, those 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 flying rings. Yeah. Like frisbees, but but they're rings and they mm-hmm. had they must have had, I don't know, four or five dozen of them. Oh, and yeah. they were throwing Easy. them all around the room. And they the rings were um like ultraviolet like they had ultraviolet light shining they, on them yeah, and they were glowing they and stuff and, and they, they were juggling them and all kinds of stuff and i'm not doing it i'm not doing it any justice in my description here <laughs> but um it was pretty impressive i, I like that part no and i remember i do remember that part because originally you're we like okay it's a juggling act with rings and then some of the stuff that and i can't i can't remember specifically one this is a sad thing this is why we should wait so long to do these reviews <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, I don't remember anything specific that was awesome but i remember at the end of it being Wow, that was a lot more difficult than I expected it to be. Mm. Yeah, they kept building on it and yeah. building on the difficulty of what they were doing. Right. And then there was a couple of Asian girls who were kind of contortionists and doing stuff like that, and they were almost dressed like 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 it was like a bondage act or something. Yes. Um, they were very bendy. And v- yes, and a lot like of that's strength. a Vegas stereotype. Well, and but but they were also doing. They were, I mean, not like, in a bad way. Like like there are a lot of Asian contortionists, is what I mean. Well, yes, but they were also like contortionists together. So oh, they're, they're, yes. they're, or they're like folding themselves into each they, other. Yeah, they were almost like, like pretzeling and that kind of stuff. So mm, yeah. I mean, what and then like feats of strength where one of them would contort on top of the other. That was right. Yeah, so stand on it her was, head and shit. Yeah, it was really impressive. I mean, I know a contortionist is a contortionist, but I, I remember thinking it was very classy that the way that they did it. <laughs> I remember thinking, I'm so glad that people that have this kind of talent can get employed somewhere to use that talent. Because <laughs> otherwise, what are you going to do with being able to fold yourself in half? What are you going to do with that? Well, there's one thing you can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a second career in Perump. Exactly. Oh, this and then one. we've we talked a little bit about this one before. This act I remember seeing the other time oh. we saw the show. So, so this she is my least favorite. Her, this one was uh, my sorry. Favorite. Go ahead. Sorry. So, so the one who was screaming. Yeah. 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 And so, so the she called herself Venus, and she did her bit to the song Venus. Mm-hmm. And she was like trying to spin plates and do different like juggling and acrobatic things with plates, but she kept deliberately screwing up. Yeah. And then, and then she'd, she'd scream and she'd, she'd throw a plate and break it. Yeah, she'd have a fit. And then Opa. at the end, I think she threw stuff toward the audience and made everyone flinch. And they were, they were, I'll spoil it. They were building to that. Well, it's going to close <laughs> soon, so you might as well. Yeah, was, yeah. So it was like plastic or it was cardboard or something. It was something that wasn't going to hurt anybody. Right. Pa- paper plates but or something. But didn't she at the end, wasn't she also the one that ripped off her top? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so, like, so she had that going for her. Right. Well, <laughs> Thank so, you, ma'am. So Thank to you. Me, so here's the thing. I don't mind nudity in a show. It can be fantastic. That, to me, just seems so... It's egregious. Like, why did you need to do that? 
It, it didn't. It didn't fit like in. Your storyline can be razor thin, but at least give me that courtesy. Well, she, she basically was a psycho spitting plates, and so now the right. psycho spitting plates ripped her top off. Maybe that's the uh, I, the arc of her uh, her character is to realize that her breasts she, are. Big she as needs that. a better arc or something. You know, if she <laughs> if she had you. laid down and was spinning plates on her breast, now that I would get how it would tie into the show, mm. but she didn't do just, that. Just so outrageous. she just yeah just yeah. had her boobs hanging out. Just for no reason. Nobody else did. Yeah, the entire like the show. The director was like, how are you going to end this? <laughs> right. Like, I could show my tits. <laughs> okay. There you go. Tried and true. There, was, there was another act that, that was probably Miley's favorite because I expected it to go somewhere oh. and it didn't really go anywhere. Um, so this, I, I have her down here in the notes as the psycho-obsessive girl. Mm-hmm. So she comes out and she's in a... Um, straight jacket. Oh, crap. The straight jacket, yeah. And she's lip-syncing kind of to um, an Alicia Keys song. And she keeps locking eyes with no this one. guy in the audience, like she's yes, yes, no one, no by one by Alicia, Keys. Uh, yep. by Alicia Keys, and she's she's like honing in on this one guy, like she's obsessed with him, and she ends up in his lap and making like these psycho faces at him while she's trying to get out of the straight jacket and stuff. And it was like the premise is funny, but it it was uncomfortable, lingered. Yeah, yeah. You're right. That no, that one was worse than the screaming plate spinning naked girl. Yeah. <laughs> These titles. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I've also got the tumbling guys down. So there was a couple guys who were like, one was on his back with his feet up above him, and he was oh. kicking the other guy and making him spin in the oh, air. Yes. And you guys, the, the ceiling in this venue is very right? low. Yeah. Yes. Like I would say, what, 15 feet top, something mm-hmm. like that. It was not. Tops. It was not. And kicking his friend up into the air while he's like doing somersaults in the air and stuff. Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, and, and dangerous. I remember thinking them and I think it was the contortionist like that also hurt. ended up kind of tall. And you're just like, you don't have a lot of headroom clearance right. there to, to <laughs> not mess this up. So that is interesting about the smaller venues that Vegas has. They are tiny. Like the, the ceilings are. Yeah. Now, did the, did the stage there, because I know at um, Absinthe, the stage would raise and lower, right? Depending, I think it did. I, I thought it I did, it too. Did. Okay. Yeah, so so there's kind of two stages. There's the rotating stage that that actors come in and out of that Karen talked about before, right? And then they're kind of linked by a center stage that is also circular. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that ever spinning, but I do think that that lifted up and down for a couple different acts. Yeah, I don't I don't think it spun either, but I think it did. It does so that the performers get on it, and then it it lifts it up so that they're better able to be seen. Right. You know, by the folks in the audience. So, right. okay. I didn't remember if that one did. I know Absinthe did, but I couldn't remember if that one did as well. Because that's the thing. They start their tumbling act, and all of a sudden the stage goes up, and it shrinks the distance they have between themselves and the, and the, the ceiling. <laughs> right. And you're just like, oh, that could be bad. Right. <laughs> please, yeah. please don't hit anybody. Do you guys practice <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs> right. We just came from some other venue where, you know, the stage is 100 feet tall, and hopefully it works in here. <laughs> it's right. like, whoops. And, not as much force. And, okay. <laughs> and it, so it, in, a, in a smaller venue, sometimes these acts can be more impressive because, oh, yeah. again, look, look out, you're going to hit something. But also because you're closer to it. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes things get lost. Like, like I like seeing uh, love, mm-hmm. but that's a huge theater. And sometimes there's so much going on. Yeah. And, and the the spectacle of it is continues on and continues on and continues on that it just it starts becoming almost like noise you know it just it stops being impressive mm. and be, the thing i like about what spiegel world does with their shows is because they're constantly switching up what you're seeing and they're usually more 
intimate, intimate venues, mm-hmm. then um, the, you're able to take in everything that they're showing you. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that's what works really well about these shows. Uh, the last person I have down here is somebody that I don't think you cared for. You, you said the, the momentum seemed to stop when he came on, Karen. But but I, I liked him a lot. The bubble blowing guy. The funny thing is, is when when this popped up, I was like, oh yeah, that was really impressive. I think you're right. When we were there in the in the energy of the room, it felt like it just slowed everything down. But thinking back on it, what this guy did was yeah. super impressive. And in fact, one of the one of the bubble tricks um, failed. Yes. And he was like, okay. And, and he started it back up again. And once he got it to do what it was supposed to do, it was it was super impressive. So, yeah, I, I have a different memory thinking back on it than I might have had impression when we were there <laughs> seeing it live. <laughs> so I, I felt like, yeah, the, mo- like the momentum may have kind of slowed way down, but that guy had the entire audience in the palm of his hand and he was blowing bubbles. Yeah. Right. And, and they were probably applauding silent. for him on a more regular basis than they were for some of the other acts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So he, he would do something impressive with, with the bubbles. Like this guy was making like carousels and things like that out of bubbles yeah. and filling some with smoke and lighting some on fire, like all kinds of incredible stuff. And every single thing he did, everyone was applauding for him. Um, and, and the audience was rooting for him and just yeah. watching everything yeah. he did. So I, I really like that guy. He was nearly, I don't think he was the last act, but he was near the end of the show. And there was somebody, really at least impressive. one other act after him. that I don't remember what it was. I'm impressed that you came up with these going, Oh yeah, we did see that. So thank you. So for that, I Josh. saw bubble blowing guy at both shows. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and I saw the Venus girl, the screaming plate throwing girl. Those are the only two I remember hmm. seeing at both shows. How did she make and it through? What's oh, that? wait, topless. I was going to say, how did right. she make it through? But I was like, oh, right, topless. Yeah, boobs. So. Right. Boobs every time. Um, I will say that if you don't get a chance to see opium, you should look up like opium bubble blowing act or something like that because there are videos of this guy out there. Mm-hmm. It is it is impressive. It really is. You 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 will be amazed at how amazed you are <laughs> someone blowing <laughs> bubbles. So, so the funny thing about that is, okay, uh, if you are a contortionist, if you are the... Um, juggling guys, if you are uh, the the strength, you know, guys that were spinning each other around. Uh, it, it's a weird thing to get into, but you could see there's specifically a variety show for that, right? Yeah. This bubble blowing guy, like, how do you get into that and go, nope, I'm going to make it on a stage somewhere? Like, to me, that's, I, that's I imagine dedication. Just this, just this little kid seeing his first bubble blowing, like, going, this is changing my world. <laughs> Like my world, like everything I do is going to be about this now. Yeah. yeah. So I will say that, um, you know, even if you don't get a chance to see opium, I've seen six, basically I've seen three different Spiegel world shows, total of six different show experiences. I've never had one that I didn't like, mm-hmm. like I always enjoyed myself. And so I will say to the listeners out there that, um, you know, if you do get a chance to see this, check it out. If not, check out a Spiegel world show. I think they're all fantastic. I like them all. Just sit back a few rows. <laughs> right. I don't know, Mark, you, you, what, what did you think about the show? You haven't really said much about it. Because uh, I, I needed my memory jogged uh, about, <laughs> about all these things. I, I do now remember the show. I remember we had a good time, but I, I don't know if it was the show or if it was the company. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the company we had ahead of time, the show, we really didn't talk much during the show. So if you right, right. had any positive re- memories of I mean, the show. Oh, and the thing is, I do, I, I recall it the way Josh recalls it, you know, as far as um, the, the notes that they were hitting, the beats. And well, and probably you have less anxiety thinking back about it now than you did when you were sitting there. Probably. The moment. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We, we had, a, so for the listeners, we, we had a, a night that Mark was kind of on edge because we had, we had <laughs> dinner at Super Frico, where they mess with you a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we... Saw opium where I said, "Hey, we need do need to sit back a few rows because yep. they might mess with you." And then we went to the ski lounge. Yes. And somebody after dinner, and that to me that was an awesome evening of going like everything's right there in one place. Yeah. But then performers started walking over so, to Mark, and you gave that you just looked well, at them in the eye and shook your head. So like, just, when we walked he's, into he's, when we sat down in the in the ski lodge, <laughs> I sat with my back to the wall facing the room. Mark was at the other side of the table facing the wall, right? So he right. didn't necessarily see when the scary penguin head guy came walking <laughs> That's in. That's right. That's what it was. And, penguin head. you know, he came walking in and I'm, I'm like just waving him by. Well, he starts waving back at me and I just shook my head. I'm like, no. And I gave like the, you know, neck slashing move on and he... I don't know, repeated that, and then they moved on. But I was just like, oh, thank God Mark didn't turn around. <laughs> and, and thank God we seated you the way of- that we did. Because if he would have been sitting with his back to the wall and had seen that, yeah, we, we, we would not have lasted getting a cocktail. It would have <laughs> been over very quickly. This makes me think of Billy Madison. It's like, this is that damn penguin again. Right? <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure that was the first memory that popped in my head when I saw it. I have no memory of what that is, so... I have seen the movie, but it didn't ring a bell. <laughs> so, Karen, for you, is this a, a recommend? Someone uh, has a chance uh, no, to it, see it? it absolutely would be. Uh, if you can get there in the next, what is today, the 22nd? Uh, to the end of the year. In 29 days? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you don't you don't have a lot of time. Uh, but, no, I would. I, I thought it was a good show. It was fun. Um, it, it's not, again, if you're looking for the Variety Act, I agree. Absent yeah. is yeah, I, the gold yeah. Star. I would say like I liked it, but I, I don't need to go again. But well, I, and, the, I, I liked and it's it. also a fun. lot less. It's not inexpensive, but it's much less expensive than Absent. Yes, let's just uh, say that right up front. Um, yeah. Absent's ticket prices are. I'm oddly crazy. interested in Atomic Saloon. It's, it, like, uh, oh, I'd be up that, for that. That shit happened like around. I don't. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm not afraid of that. Okay. Well. I'm like I could be fucked with, but it'd be like okay. I understand. <laughs> I don't know. My anxieties don't make sense. <laughs> no, they don't. But no, right, I, well, I would recommend Atomic it. Saloon will be our, our next one together. All Check right. out. So. <laughs> well, you can see, at least until the end of 2023, uh, two shows a night, uh, um, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. The show is dark Mondays and Tuesdays. And as of right now, tickets start at $72. That's reasonable. It is reasonable. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's me with the outro now, isn't yep. it? So that was our review of Opium. As always, we encourage you to go out and experience these things for yourself while you still can. Please don't take our word for it. Showtimes, ticket prices, and deals are all subject to change. Please check with the property for the most up-to-date information. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback about this review, you can find Josh at VegasJDubs on Twitter and check out 360VegasReviews.com for show notes. (laughs) 